Welcome everyone, this is Pressed for Time, a gaming age podcast. I'm Tyler, joining me tonight we've got Benny. What is going on everybody? This is gonna be this is gonna be the uh the first real real recording. We did kind of a dry run last week and uh we've got that squirreled away. It's not gonna be not gonna be readily available. We had some audio stuff going on and some other stuff, testing the systems and getting it all figured out, but I think we've got it all squared away now, so uh, you're going to have me and Benny talking for the next 30 minutes or so. We welcome you, and uh, we're doing you a favor by not giving you the dry run, as we called it. You know, I was uh, not the best as far as uh, audio capturing, so at the end of the day, this is our first official show for the podcast. We're really excited to get this going. And we got a lot of good stuff. I mean, today it'll be pretty straightforward, quick, just kind of introduce who we are, what we're about, what the show is going to be about, and what you can look forward to in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So this is going to be a lot of housekeeping stuff. Um, so bear with us tonight. And uh, if if you you know can stomach listening to the two of us talk about you know boring just housekeeping hey this is what it is giving you the information the lowdown on what the podcast is going to be then you'll definitely enjoy sitting listen to us talk about video games for the next uh couple months and hopefully years depending on how this all all works out so go ahead and kick it off benny tell us a little bit about you know what we're doing in addition to this it's not just going to be a podcast we're going to supplement this with some other outside stuff that all you young internet folks like absolutely so a big part of what uh, Tyler and I are looking to do is, you know, we do have a YouTube channel that is uh, fairly new, which is called Gamer X Vault, and it is a uh, sister company to Gaming Age. Basically, it's going to be focused on the video content side of things, going to tie into the podcast, and you know, we're going to start doing a little more on unboxings and you know, just stuff that everybody does on YouTube, but we're going to do it our own way because at the end of the day. We're two normal guys that, you know, we do this part-time. We put a lot of hours into it because we love it. We're passionate about it, but we do have day jobs. You know, we have families. We have kids. We've got a lot of stuff going on, but games are very important to us, and we want to make sure that we can put out the best type of content that we possibly can, you know, while having fun doing it. So that's a big part of it. You know, at the same time, we are editors at Gaming Age. You know, we write reviews. We write impressions post news articles, a little bit of everything when it comes to video games. We actually do event uh, coverage. Tyler's actually been doing that more recently as well, and he's actually going to be coming to more shows uh, in the near future, so we can look forward to press coverage from him as well as me when it comes to New York Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, and you know, plenty of other stuff like that. So we've got a lot of things in the works. Podcast is kind of a way to bring everything together. Yeah, so for anybody that doesn't know, the way that Gaming Age operates, we, we're we scattered all across the United States. We've got editors in several different states. Uh, we come together basically through email, uh, Google Hangout, doing stuff like this. This is how we stay in contact with each other. Um, so this is just another way for us to bring more synergy to the website, right? So we're able to get all of us kind of on the same page. Uh, me and Benny are really kicking this project off, but... I, we absolutely plan to bring the other editors for Gaming Age, anybody that wants to come on, we're going to start rotating through. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into it a little later with the, the title of the show, Pressed for Time, but 
we intend to have a, a pretty solid stable of folks that are that are coming in and out doing this podcast with us. It's not just going to be me and Benny running our sucks every night. It'll be a, it'll be a good good group of people. Uh, I know Benny's got some some pretty solid contacts in the industry that I'm really excited to get to do some work with later on down the line. We won't start throwing anybody out because this is this is fresh and new, and we don't have anything finalized yet. But I can definitely say that as a fan of games and somebody who who looks at this from the outside. Um, I'm excited to get to talk to some of the people that we've got coming up. So I know you guys will be excited to get to listen to them and get their opinions and point of view on, on stuff. You know, that's something that I've always really liked is getting the inside perspective from folks that are actually on the technical side in the industry. They're, they're the ones making the stuff that we're consuming and judging. So uh, getting their uh, input on other games that are out and getting kind of their feeling and, and not, not necessarily reviews or impressions or anything like that, but getting uh, opinions from them, if you will, getting kind of what they think about stuff that's going on, to me, is exciting. I think that's really cool. Um, but, Benny, you know what's all about kind of, I mean, the, the name for the for the podcast is all you, man. Go ahead and tell them, tell them where it came from. Benny's the creative force behind that. I just said, hey, that looks good and signed off. So tell them, tell them where it came from. Well, I mean, ultimately, you know, we were spitballing a lot of different ideas about, you know, again, who we are and how we can make that relatable to the type of show we're trying to create. So literally, you know, the biggest part of what we do, is, as we said, is we're part-time guys. We have other stuff that takes precedence over, you know, reviewing games, doing stuff like that. So theoretically, we're pressed for time. You know, we're always on deadlines with, you know, if we get a game, sometimes we get a game the day before the embargo. And, you know, for those that aren't familiar with, like, you know, industry terms, like an embargo is pretty much, you know, you get told a game's coming out, let's say, next Tuesday. And if you get a review copy, you'll get an embargo date. Usually an embargo date is the day before, the night before, or sometimes even earlier if the company is, you know, pretty confident in the release. So a lot of times we do indie games and stuff like that. The games we don't want, we won't even get the games till day of, like everybody else. Sometimes we'll get them the night before. And, you know, when you're in a scenario like us where this is not our day job, we can't just stop what we're doing, especially, you know, both of us having kids, having the jobs if we're working, we have to play when we can. So we were just throwing ideas and I just thought about that and I just said, hey, you know what? I think that Press for Time is literally what it is, what we're going to be talking about. And the four kind of has a double a double take, as you know, you guys will see the logo. The logo has uh, four buttons in there, and a big part of that is the goal in the beginning, at least, is we want to get like four main hosts, like two other guys other than us, that will rotate. Because of time being such a, a big you know thing, we want to make sure that neither one of us are overworking ourselves, and same with the other guys. So it's just kind of like something I thought that would just really hit the nose without, you know, trying to be too out there and just getting to the point. So, you know, I hope I hope it catches. I hope people like it. And if you don't, I'll to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't, there's plenty of other good stuff you can consume out there on the internet. So, you know, this won't be for everybody, and I don't I don't expect it to be. But if we can Agreed. make it if we can make it good for the group of people that we're looking to looking to target, then I'm I feel like we've done our jobs. Um, and then obviously the subtitle to the title of the podcast is this is, this is a gaming age podcast. This is, 
this is what we're doing. We're going to uh, start pushing it on the site. Uh, we're going to have an article go up. I'm gonna. I'm in the midst of writing a news article to basically announce the creation of this podcast. Um, but the biggest thing that we can get from you guys, anybody that starts listening to this and and wants to follow along, uh, is suggestions, uh, feedback. We're going to set up an email for you guys to to email in and give suggestions and feedback and stuff like that, ideas for the show. Or if you want to come on and be a guest on the show, I, you know, we, we'll, we'll work on getting some folks in. I, I want to get the opinions of folks that aren't in the industry just as much as I want to get the, opi- the opinions of folks that are. Um, I like having that, that foil, that back and forth. Because, you know, sometimes just your average A gamer is going to have a totally different, unique, and insightful perspective on something that somebody who who's so close to it working in the industry may not have. So this is this really is just the tip of the iceberg for the content that we're going to try to start doing. Um, this if this branches off and makes another podcast, that's great. Uh, we're going to start trying to do some video stuff, some live streaming. We're still working out the kinks on that, being you know on opposite you know sides of the country. Well, not opposite sides of the country, but on a coast and in the middle of the country and everything else. So we've got we've got some serious space between us but we're going to try to work it out and make some things work and get some video content up but getting video up on the youtube channel is going to be instrumental so anything you guys want to see anything that you can suggest to us we'll take it and run with it with the time that we have um if it if it's going to be good if it's going to be a good idea we'll we'll go we'll use it we'll take all the suggestions we can get neither of us are experts by any means <laughs> we're just without a doubt <laughs> at heart we're just really big fans that uh want to do more so well said we, well said yeah we will never never turn down suggestions or help so if you've got something that you want to pass our way throw it up unless the knows. suggestion is to cancel the show then, yeah uh, no. you, you can have a nice day and move on move on down the road yep yeah <laughs> we don't want that one uh. <laughs> now we, we honestly welcome all feedback you know good bad and different if there's stuff that we're not doing that you know hey somebody can say you know i, I kind of dig what you're doing but you know benny talks a weird way you know benny's too low whatever literally that's that's the that's the stuff that is going to gear us to be better because if we don't get that we're going to keep doing what we do and we're not going to know if it's something that can be improved and you know like we said, we want this to be something that we can grow, not only for us, but for Gaming Age and for the listeners. We want to make it a brand that, you know, welcomes fans to be a part of it and not just somebody that just listens on the outside. Your opinions do matter. And, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun with it, you know, a lot more on the calm side because it's the first, it's important. But at the same time, you know, we're goofballs at heart. We love games. We're kids. We're we're adults that have the mindsets of kids. Oh you're yeah. Gonna, you're gonna get tons of stuff that, you know, you're not gonna get in some podcasts, and some you will. But you know, we have very unique personalities, and we're two different guys. And to make everything more interesting, you know, Tyler and I know each other through email mostly, and but ultimately, this is the second time we're actually like talking, talking. And mm-hmm. I think it's really cool that I feel we have very good chemistry, you know, for some, you know, for, you know, something we just kind of put together. And I think that it's only going to get better. So, you know, once we bring everybody else in, there'll just be you know, a couple more opinions and a lot of different, you know, personalities. So there's a lot of cool things to look forward to. Oh, yeah. Well, the cool thing about it is it all stems from passion. 
Uh, I'm here because I'm passionate about doing this. You're here because you're passionate about doing this. That's how we, we kind of connected aside from just being a part of the same site and both writing for it. We both looked at it and said, okay, what more can we do? Um, neither of us was content just to sit and, and do what we were given, right? Because we could set, we could spend all day taking the assignments that um, Jim passes down to us and saying, okay, that's it. We're good. And we, we did a good job today. But both of us are hungry. We both want we want more and we want more and we want more. Um, we're always looking for that next event, that next big game, that next show that we can cover, um, that next step that we can take to not just further ourselves, but further gaming age as a site. We, we're both not only passionate about this job, but we're passionate about the site that we work for. Both of us were readers of gaming age prior to working there. So being able to now be a reader and be a peer with some of these people that I've been reading for years is incredible. So, of course, I'm going to immediately just want to do more. I'm going to want to be that guy for somebody else. So, I'm well, very, again, very again, excited. Well said. It's just, it's good. It's it's a great opportunity. And there's so much potential here for us to do something awesome. Um, but at the end of the day, we can't do that without you folks reading, listening, paying attention, liking, commenting, subscribing, all that stuff that everybody plugs all the time. You know, you hear that and you're like, oh, well, yeah, you're just looking for a quick like. No, that's that's what keeps the lights on. <laughs> Likes, totally. comments, and subscriptions, that's what shows you that you're doing a good job. Um, if you actually like the content, this goes for anybody, any any content creator that you pay attention to on the Internet. If you think that your likes and subscriptions are just going away into a black hole somewhere and nobody's paying attention, you're dead wrong. Um, every single time that you give support through that and through positive comments, because it's so easy to be negative on the internet. Uh, anonymity yeah. is just a, a nasty tool. It's so easy to be negative. It's just as easy to be positive. Just folks aren't positive as often as they are negative for whatever people, reason. People like to be trolls. What are you, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. people, like, people like to sleep on the bridges. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it is what it is. Now, I can't fix that. You want to sleep under a bridge, more power to you, but I, I want positivity in this group. Um, you know, my plans, again, this is all this is all very new, uh, but I intend to get a Facebook up and running and like a Facebook group just specifically for this podcast, not just for gaming age, but for people that are listening to the podcast to kind of feed off one another. Because Facebook groups can be incredibly positive and helpful. I um, totally agree with It's that. just all about having the right community. And I think gaming age as a site has the right community so it'll be an easy transition to pull from those good people and and get them in here listening to the podcast and following along so we're going to set up something on twitter something on facebook again don't know what exactly we're going to do yet um we're still still early stages of figuring this out but we're just kind of throwing everything at the wall and we're going to see what sticks so lots of content as we can create it um but like Benny has said, and like the name says, we don't have all the time in the world. I don't have all day to spend getting this done. So this is going to be the projects we can squeeze in on the side in addition to the game reviews that we're doing for the site, in addition to our jobs and our wives and our kids and our houses and everything else that requires work. So, uh, you know, it may be a slow burn at first, but once we get up and running, it'll be up and running. We'll get a pretty solid schedule and hopefully be creating content well into the future yeah i think at the same time you know everybody we just want you to be mindful that 
same thing like you mentioned with the schedule. We're going to do our best to be as out there as much as possible. The beginning, it might be a little on the lighter side, possibly uh, bi-weekly. We'll try our best to do weekly if we can get the time together. But once we get the other guys involved into the show, you know, we can rotate. Sometimes we can do, you know, two guys at a time. Some we can do three. Sometimes we can do a four of us at one time. You know, and as we grow, we can bring in more guys, women that want to be a part of it as hosts, as well as, you know, bringing in guests. So it's important to remember that, you know, we we have this shorter episode, you know, today. Uh, believe we're going to plan on doing something for next week. We were talking about maybe doing uh, some E3 predictions. So yeah. I think that would be a good focus point for next week. So you'll most likely get a uh, a show next week as well. You're going to hear me constantly say show and episode because I can't tell the difference. I have issues. <laughs> but uh, both shows and episodes to me because there's always drama. Drama hey. is I got no time for nothing. <laughs> yep. And hey, I, it's all good. Um, I think I think our informal format, I think, will really help get us where we need to be. I mean, we can have a week where we have a short 25, 30-minute episode like today. If there's not a whole lot going on, we're pressed for time. We can squeeze a short episode in, just, hey, we're still here. We haven't forgotten about you. Here's some content to tide you over. And then the following week, have a have a full show. Um, I'm really excited for next week. I think uh, a show of E3 predict- predictions will be great. Um, I think we'll try to have at least one other person with us next week, if not two. Um, we'll have a have a full crew and see how it goes with more than just me and Benny. So uh, that'll be that'll be interesting. Adding more people is always always a trip. It's always interesting to see how people play off each other, and then paying attention to how two other people play off each other can help you. You know, in the mix. Agreed. So we can get a, we can get a lot more out of having some more good quality folks in here. And like I, like I've said before, we have a lot of good quality folks that right for gaming age and want to be a part of this project and folks that Benny knows outside from his side projects. And, and those are good people that can come in and are, again, it, it all comes down at the end of the day, you will hear us say this probably every episode, it boils down to passion. If you're not passionate about it, no one's going to care to listen to you. Um, but we, we know a lot of very talented but very passionate people that will come on here and make this a really fun project for me to make. Whether people listen to it or not, I'm going to enjoy doing this. So at the end of the day, I think that's what really matters. Totally. And, you know, I've done podcasts in the past. I know you have, and you currently do as well. So, you know, there's always different type of groove, you know, you have with different people. But um, chemistry is key. And if you have it, stick with it. And I think we got something here. So I think that we have a lot to look forward to, you know, and I think that you know, again, the passion's going to keep us going more than anything. But I think the fans are going to be that next, you know, step to really push us forward and make us want to just get better and better every day. But I would say, you know, we've been in a... Before we even go in, you know, how's your what's your thoughts on cursing? You know, we, didn't, we never really discussed that. I've been trying to behave myself, but I want to Yeah, know. so have I. <laughs> so have I. It's weird for me. Um, I've I mean, got I'm, a, not, I'm not saying I want to go off the wall, but you know, like my right, last right. podcast was very, very unfiltered. You know? Yeah. I, <laughs> so. I don't intend to be, I don't intend to have a filter of any kind. Um, 
this this first show. I really want to get with uh, some of the. <laughs> I want to get with the boss and see what his opinions are. Um, All right. Because so at the yeah. end of the day, we need to we need to be able to publish on Gaming Age and be a part of the Gaming Age name. That's um, a good so point. <laughs> before we before we go too crazy, I want to get uh, his opinion and see you know kind of where where the boundaries are. Right. And, and you got to look at any any project. There are going to be boundaries. Uh, we are we are in in the public eye. So I've I've tried to refrain as best I can here. Um, you know, at the so, end of the day, so something difficult. slips, something slips. Oh, it's it's not easy. Right. But uh, some slips, something slips. It is what it is. But I would like to. I want to get his opinion before I am am quite as loose with it as I tend to be in my regular life and specifically in <laughs> all my other podcasts. Right. Well, I think you know a big part of that's going to tie into when we start really sharing our opinions and stuff. You Correct. Know, like, let's say there's a game announcement, whatever it may be, we're not happy about it, whatever, something's going to come out. But uh, I think it's good that we discuss that, you know, bring that up because I didn't want to just kind of go off the wall. I don't have yeah. anything today, but, you know, you never know. Because I would say, you know, at this point, you know, we got, I think we got the important stuff out. So we can, if you want to take a little bit of time, we can talk about, some stuff that, you know, happened in the game world, you know, like a couple of games that I that both of us are probably interested in. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's your thoughts on uh, Darksiders 3? <laughs> Man, I'm excited. Dude, I played I played the ever-loving daylights out of Darksiders 1 and 2. Um, Darksiders 2 was the first, or I'm sorry, Darksiders 2 was the last game that I played um, before I left for boot camp. I okay. I had a very limited window in between when it launched and when I had to leave. And uh, I said, I want to play this whole game in this time. So I spent a week just playing Darksiders 2 and doing everything I could possibly do. I loved that game. Um, and when THQ disappeared, I thought, man, they're, they're, they're never going to finish it. Because originally they had set five games. They were going to do one game as each of the four horsemen, and then the fifth game was going to bring it all together. Um, but I always just assumed, Hey, that's it. We got one, we got two and it's, it's over now. Um, I got the collector's edition of two. I've got the death mask actually sitting on my desk over here. Awesome. <laughs> on the I have a couple of friends that have that. That's yeah. pretty awesome. It's cool. I, I love it. I love, I've, I'm a sucker for collector's editions. I've got stuff scattered all over the place here. Um, but no, I'm very excited for Darksiders 3 and it looks good. It looks very good. Um, it looks like they put a lot of time and effort into it. It's running in Unreal Engine, which the others weren't before. Um, so this will be the first one in Unreal. And the studio that's making it is actually a bunch of people from Vigil Games right. that just left. Exactly. A bunch of the original people are working on this, as well as the new THQ Nordic. So I, I've got faith. I've got a lot of faith in this game and its ability to be really good and move Darksiders into the forefront. Um, Cause even with the first and second one, it's, it's well received. It was well, it was played a lot, but it still wasn't in any of those conversations. You know what I mean? It wasn't in any of those game of the year talks. It wasn't in the top RPG talks. It's, it's not up there cause it really still hadn't figured out exactly what it wanted to be. Right. Uh, this one has the potential to really, really push it over that edge. I think so. I don't know. What do you think? I am excited. Same. Uh, you know, from a non-fan perspective, I wanted to look at it on both sides because, for me, 
Darksiders just always had a place in my heart where they were like some of my favorite games, but they had some of the most frustrating issues, like with frame rates. And, oh yeah, and clipping stuff oh, that never clipping. got. <laughs> I've got pictures, man. I've got pictures from Darksiders too. <laughs> my my leg stuck in the side of a mountain, and I've got my arms hanging out, and just like, oh nope, this is normal. You know, it's one of those games where, like, I couldn't talk bad about it because it was there. But it was just one of those things, like, it's like if they fixed a couple of little things, you know, the mechanic, you know, the mechanic stuff, the frame rate, um, there was there was a couple of the issues. The the trail, the graphics trail that was, yeah. um, that was notorious in both games. I feel that that stuff would have made so many more people play it. But a lot of people were turned off because they would read about that or they'd play it, they'd experience that, and then they would just not. Yeah. Now, so, have you had the opportunity to go back and play the uh, the re-releases yet? Yes, I have. And unfortunately, I thought it was weird that they released them backwards. But yeah. you know, that's okay. But on the Xbox, the second one had issues still. They were advertising huh. it at... Like, I went into battles with people from my review because people were sending me emails saying, you know, you, your review is incorrect. It's 60 frames. I'm like, no, 30 frames. And I did tests with it, but also I reached out to uh, the developers and they 30 frames and just between the PR and stuff like that. There was just misconstrued information got promoted at 60 frames because it's like, Hey, it's a remaster. You know, mm-hmm. Tell people it's 30 frames. It's not going to get people interested. It was just a big battle, you know. You know, my integrity was like questioned because, you know, it's like, hey, you're you're praising this game, but you're crapping on the frame rate, and it's like not accurate. Yeah, the game suffered on the Xbox, and then eventually sent me PS4 version because I was having issues, and it was night and day. Yeah, um, I'm sure the game got patched by now, but oh um, yeah. And as far as Darksiders one plays, fantastic. Yeah. I feel like they, they clean that up a lot and you know that was that game the one thing that everybody talked about with that game was how much of the Zelda influence it had. Tons. The dungeons. Everything. Tons. That's that's what really got me hooked at the beginning. It's like Zelda meets God of War. Yep. And I know that's and, the and analogy everybody uses. I'm I'm rehashing it, but that's that's an apt analogy. It is Zelda meets God of War and it's done very well. Um, so I'm very excited to go back and play. I got them both. I picked them both up on the PC, um, the remasters for both of them. So I'm really looking forward to jumping back in once I finish Zelda Breath of the Wild. So that's uh, that's next on the list. But now I've got <laughs> I've got Prey waiting from uh, Bethesda, and I've got a uh, another fun project standing by. I didn't read my embargo information closely enough, so I'm not going to announce anything. But something else that you guys can be excited about. Hey, you got you got your work cut out for you this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's gonna be a long weekend. But, um, you know, there was one hey. other game I was thinking about. Uh, wanted to get your opinion on, so might as well talk about it real quick if you're cool with that. Yeah, what's up? Code Vein. Oh, dude, I I'm excited. <laughs> I am excited. Um, so I know it's not FromSoft, and that's okay. Right. It, everything doesn't have to be FromSoft. Other companies can do this well. They can do this this genre. And it really is. It's become its own genre. I don't know what you want to call it. Dark, hard, fantasy RPG. But um, it's the get, Souls-like. Get, get good, get yeah, good the genre. Get Good genre. 
the Souls-like, you know, Soulsborne-ish type games. And I'm a huge anime nerd at heart, so I'm totally okay with some God Eater type stuff going on. And this is the God Eater team. But that trailer, if you look at that combat, it is Dark Souls combat. He's Dark rolling. Souls and Bloodborne. Yes, like, it yeah. looks like a good melding of the two. Um, along with awesome graphics and yeah. just a really cool-looking concept. Uh, it looks like the story is not going to be nearly as obtuse as the Soulsborne games. It looks like it's a little more spoon-fed to you. Which is, and sometimes it's good. Sometimes know, good, sometimes like bad. If they do it right, being an anime-type game, you need that story to back right. it up. You're not going to have the same level of item-based lore, which I love. I love digging for the story in Dark Souls. Right. But give me a really good uh, anime-type title with Dark Souls Fantastic Combat, and I'm yeah, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm not going in expecting it to be a Souls game. I'm you know I'm going in eyes wide open, but it it has a lot of promise just from that little trailer. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to playing that. Cool. Yeah, I mean when I saw it, that's the first I thought of you before I'd even thought of anything else. I'm like, oh this game. Yep. I was like, it looks awesome. It the frame rate, you know, and I know it's next year, but to see the progress in that time frame is it's a good sign. Yeah. You know, like that was my concern with Darksiders. It's like you announced it partially because it got leaked, but yeah. we only have cinematic graphics. We haven't seen gameplay yet. So yep. we can we can hope, you know, that it's just as smooth. And, you know, with Fury, I love the fact that she has the whip because that's just like Castlevania all over it. Yes. That's a big, big factor that um you know, we don't we don't get games like that anymore. Thanks, Konami. But yeah. uh, you know, well, we it get... looks like it's going to be a very Metroidvania style game, right? Which could be awesome. Uh, IGN did talk to some hands-on that they got. They were talking about just the way the open world is set. Go down an elevator, going into an area, distance between the floor you're on and the floor you were at. It's there. Load mm -hmm. time is practically non-existent. Awesome. Yeah, the it's... world is built. So, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to with 2018. I mean, it's weird because we've had so many good games this year. But at the same time, what the hell is coming out in the next two, three months? Yeah. There's not really much. nothing or stuff that hasn't been announced. So that'll be where we pick up next week for E3. So those are the two games I wanted to bring up because I knew that they were definitely in our realm of games we love. So Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm picking a favorite genre, that's it right there. Um, though those both hit the nail on the head pretty hard for me. So, cool. Not All right. Any, well, that any, that brings yeah, us to brings us to thirty. No, I think I think that's a good good short intro episode. Get a little bit of little bit of video game talk in. Got that itch scratched. Um, we took care of the housekeeping stuff. So, um, I don't. We don't have much to plug right now. I, like I said, I don't have the the Twitter and the Facebook and all that other stuff set up yet. We don't have the email set up. But you know, go to Gaming Age. Go go. To go to the contact page. If you hear this and you want to say hi, shoot us an email at the contact page at the bottom of the site. Um, go check that out. Go send us an email. Say hey. Um, go leave a leave a comment on the YouTube page. Do whatever you want. Um, get a hold of us somehow. But until then, you know, thanks for thanks for coming by. Thanks for sticking with us. If you've stuck through with us through the whole first episode, um, we will definitely see you next week. We'll have the E3 predictions going up and kind of a roundtable discussion of what we're what's 
anticipated, what we're hoping for, some pipe dreams we may have for E3 in the year to follow. Um, but yeah, oh, so I got, I got a couple of those. I got a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. <laughs> you got anything else before we close out, man? I think that's it again. You know, thank everybody a million times over. You know, we we hope there's a good amount of you listening to the first show. We hope that that just grows as the days go on. We hope we didn't bore you. You know, sometimes short and sweet is is a good way to uh, leave a first impression. I've learned in the past. Sometimes you know you go a little long. Some people don't have the time. So I think that that could be key to some of our shows too. Being you know pressed for time, no pun intended. But literally, you know, sometimes these types of shows are we think what you might need. Yep. We're looking Absolutely. forward to continuing this lovely journey that we're on. We thank you again. Take care and have fun. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Well, this has been your very first pilot episode of Pressed for Time, a Gaming Age podcast. And uh, thank you again for coming. We'll see you next week.